0: A's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960. KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco.
1: It's the Chad. A fastball and he strokes a dead center. On the run, Lagares at the wall and out of room. Chad Pinder picks the team up and carries them around on a three-run homer.
2: It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show.
3: And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. I'm about finding positives tonight, Vince. And I got to tell you, Frankie Montas, definitely a positive. And it was good to see somebody go over 100 pitches at 105.
1: Well, and he struck out Aaron Judge three times. It may have cost uh, Aaron Boone to watch the remainder of the game tonight. And maybe a couple of pitches were close, but... I mean, give Frankie a lot of credit. He's facing a very tough lineup in their ballpark, and I agree with you. I mean, I mean, Frankie's the he's the best three-and-eight pitcher in baseball. <laughs> and just can't, you know, he's just the guy that, that has the wrong spot in the rotation where the A's really have a hard time scoring. I know they've struggled to score all year, but especially when, when Frankie's been out there. And, you know, Frankie's ERA's been right around three, so it hasn't affected him. You know, in that regard, he's got more strikeouts and innings pitched. You know, uh, gives up a home run. It wasn't a cheap one, but it's a home run, and it's a solo shot here. You'll take that in New York. You know, the leadoff walk to start the game was probably the thing that frustrated him. Great throw to the plate by Ramon, prevented it from being a, a two-run rally and maybe more after that. You know, I agree with you. I mean, I mean, Frankie Motas has, has been everything you hoped he would be, and, and the record in no way, shape, or form gives you an indication of how good he's been all season.
3: You know, if I'm going to nitpick anything tonight where obviously the way the pitchers were going, uh, if anybody doesn't want to see a pitch clock, uh, they need to watch this Sears kid pitch.
1: Why? I mean, a 2-1 game at three hours and three minutes, you don't think that's, you think that's a problem? Uh, it was funny. At one point, Dallas Braden was timing him. He went a minute
3: in between pitches.
1: Yeah, that, that, obviously that can't happen. I, yeah. I know what you're saying, but. I don't know how they're going to remedy this. It's not going to be remedied in 2023. I don't even know if it's going to be remedied in 2024. Uh, this is something where, at least in the interim, you would hope that the umpires would maybe take a little stronger control of this and you know tell the guy to get going, get in the you know get to work. But that's a that's a challenge as well. And tonight, just one of those nights where here's a rookie and making his what his second big league start. He's trying to be. As carefully as it could be, he pitched effectively for them. I agree with you, though, that that's no excuse for taking that amount of time between pitches.
3: Uh, and just the thing about the A's, even though it was a tight game, I just, seeing Noisy getting picked off, there's no reason for that in the third. And I was kind of wondering, like, Bethancourt stealing second base. I mean, not much to, re- it was a good game. I mean, it's 2 1, not much to Nick pick. Just a, couple things on the bases I think about and go, you know, I don't know if that would have led to any runs. I just know getting thrown out trying to steal with a guy who's not really a guy who's really a threat and getting just picked off at first by the catchers, just, that's just not good baseball.
1: Well, I agree with you on noisy. I mean, with Bethancourt, he's 4 for 4 until the caught stealing. It was a 2-2 count. We've seen a lot of change-ups from Sears. I'm sure the A's were guessing 2-2 count. They're going to get a change-up there. And that was going to aid him as well getting to second base. It was a fastball. That helped Trevino make a strong throw. I think all those things kind of conspired against the A's. They gambled. I mean, look, Chris, you may not I like no it.
3: Pro- hey, I have no problem with gambling. I mean, at yeah. this point, you're so far behind and you That's what so you have out. to do.
1: I mean, right now, all bets are off. The A's have got to try anything, any way, any shape, any form. And Eric Martins has been very good. The running game has been very good this year. I have no issue at all with them setting Bethancourt. Just, you know, trying to guess the right count and the right pitch. I mean, they put a lot of work in pregame. To find those kinds of trends to use to their advantage, because they're not hitting the ball out of the ballpark, and they're certainly not, you know, scoring a lot of runs. So they've got to find ways to get guys in a scoring position. So I was, I was okay with that, but you're right about noisy. That can't happen, you know, on any base to get picked off, and especially leading off an inning, and you're on board, and then all of a sudden you're erased. I
3: will tell you this: if we're going to go at that, we got nothing to lose. Which I'm all in. It's got to be all in. It just can't be some of the time you got to do it more than that and that's with your starting pitchers going deeper in games and if we really want to talk about it, there's a lot of things that I would like to see I'd like to see more con- Go, go with a little more consistency in the lineup. If you have a top three versus a right-hander or versus a left, let's see a little bit. Look, you had two left-handers go back-to-back starting pitches, and the lineups look completely different. We know that human beings perform best in all scenarios with some kind of continuity. How about just, a, just try some continuity? How well, about that?
1: I, sure, I, I get that. And maybe it was a little bit different because there wasn't a whole lot of finagling with the lineup. But Bob Melvin used 145 lineups, okay? It's, that's, that's not a story.
3: And I hated it.
1: Yeah, and it worked. You know, I think right now you've got a club that you, you don't know who can do what where. And tonight you found out that, you know, maybe Nick Allen's going to be an option for you moving forward batting leadoff. I mean, he got on base, uh, hit the ball hard. Uh, that's a possibility. I mean, but,
3: but let's be honest. I don't think you can truly say that's just all Bob Melvin. A lot has to do with the front office. And I look no, at a I team agree. like the Yankees, no. and I I
1: got LeMahieu,
3: Judge, and Rizzo going one, two, three every game.
1: Well, the A's don't have LeMahieu, Judge, and Rizzo.
3: But you just said they had a good lineup the past couple of years, and they still didn't do it.
1: No, Well, those guys are not here. I don't know if you noticed that or not.
3: But they didn't do it when they were here. Anyway. I if we're going to talk about going all out and doing stuff. I'm just saying that I, I'm into that.
1: Yeah, I, but I don't think trying to find a set lineup is is such a priority. I'm not saying a full
3: set lineup, but I know this is we're just talking here. But if you just give me three guys, two guys, three guys, something, okay. let's just some some type of continuity. What would you do? I would say, who do, who
1: does your data say is your best three hitters, and bat them one, two, and three. Well, they, I mean, they've they have talked about that. They've done that. This year, in fact, Marquez has talked about that very thing, where they've pushed more of those guys to the front of the lineup. So they've tried that as well. It's not that they haven't tried that, or haven't talked about it, or even haven't, you know, haven't deployed it. I think they've done that also.
3: Well, good thing tomorrow you got Cole Irvin going tomorrow, and it's an early game, and we love that he works fast.
1: Yes, uh, no pitch clock problems with Cole Irvin tomorrow for sure.
3: And who they got? The, oh, they got Tyon going tomorrow. He's not slow either, so that should uh, definitely be better. Have a good night there in. You got any plans? Or is it ah, 10 30? <laughs> see, I I'll, see 7 24. I'm like, wow, you got a whole <laughs> night ahead of you.
1: I'll talk to you tomorrow.
3: See ya. Vince <laughs> Catronio from the Bronx says the athletics lose two to one. I you know what? I have no problem talking about this. Give me your best. Who's your best three when a right hander starts in the lineup? Who's your be- who do you want? Because you had a lefty go yesterday, and it's Pender, Bethancourt, Loriano. You have a lefty go today and now it's Alan Loreano Beth like give me your three give me something give me some type of continuity something we saw a starting pitcher actually they let him go tonight I like that like so let's try some and I think everybody I mean the stuff I'm talking about Dave Stewart for God's sakes isn't agreeing with me when I do my NBC hits let's I, if, if we're gonna go all in on hey let's do some new stuff and not go by the book. All right, let's do it. The one thing we haven't seen is consistency. What consistency, did? as Vince just said? Well, Bob Melvin didn't do it. Yeah, but that lineup, we looked at that line. I mean, we saw it with Simeon. Simeon, we got to a point where Simeon was the leadoff guy. But after that, a lot changed. And that's kind of been a constant, no matter who's been the manager now. I would like to see – give me who – Who do you think is your best leadoff guy? Let him go for a week. Who is it? Give me a guy you look that you think, all right, we're going to play him for a week and let him lead off. Who do I think is the next, you know, your next protocol, you know, prototypical best hitter? Who do you think is your best? A lot of teams, we've seen it, like to put him in the two, maybe the three hole. Let's see it. Let's see starters go deeper. Let's see a little more consistent of a lineup. Why not? If we're going to go with we have nothing to lose. The number is 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
4: coming in at five foot
5: three inches it's number one mom she switched to xfinity and got the all new three for one bundle unlimited internet streaming and xfinity mobile all for what you could pay wireless companies for just one 5g unlimited line boom shakalaka go to xfinity.com slash three for one call 1-800-XFINITY or visit an xfinity store today Limited time offer, restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires post bay Xfinity internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply to all services and devices. Here's the one-two.
1: Fastball stroke toward right a base hit. Past the diving Bethancourt. One run is home. Donaldson coming home. Here comes the throw by Loriano. The tag by Sean Murphy. And he is out. So Loriano with a peg toward the plate saves one run. But LeMayhu does score after the leadoff walk on a single by Trevino. We're on to the second inning. It is 1-0, Yankees.
5: This is A's Clubhouse.
1: The number is 833-625-2278.
3: Well, well, well. Look who shows up. Greg and Slow, you're on the A's Clubhouse show.
6: Well, I always show up, Tony. This is all hard here. Oh, you, know uh,
3: you didn't show up after your guy, Lou Trevino, showed up for two straight days. <laughs> oh, what's his what's ERA at now, eight? For two straight days, he looked like a closer like you wouldn't believe, and you were nowhere to be found.
0: The data doesn't
3: lie. Yeah,
6: the, 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 yeah, the data doesn't lie. What's his ERA? And How then I'll give you, you another won? one.
3: You owe me an apology.
6: Oh, yeah. That's funny. I was going to say the same thing to you.
3: You owe me an apology. Remember last year when you were like, oh, you have to go get Joey Gallo from the Rangers. <laughs> you have to get Joey Gallo." There. Remember Joey Gallo had that weekend, and you called me every day telling me how great Joey Gallo is. Joey Gallo came into today. Ever since he was acquired by the Yankees, he's hitting one sixty four, and that's that. And then add now another zero for three tonight. He has struck out now since acquired by the Yankees 173 times. You know what? You owe me an apology.
6: First off, I never said Joey Gallo was great. You said they needed to acquire
3: him, and I said, no, they don't. He'd be the worst thing for them, and you disagreed with me.
6: He'd be a perfect Oakland A. Look at his numbers. The data doesn't lie. He'd be a per- he'd be a perfect Oakland A. I mean, look uh, at you spin, right it. With bunch of guys. spin it. Spin <laughs> it. I was going to say you owe me an apology because the-, the last time I called you were on your uh, your heartfelt diatribe about Freddie Freeman, and then proceeded to say it's good to see guys with heart that that really care, and then that's something we don't see from Greg and Slow. I didn't really pick up on that until I uh, heard the recording, so I think you owe me a an apology. I don't want to hear about Freddie Freeman and the violin. The guy's making $200 million. Yeah. Yeah I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't I, want to hear it. Stop it.
3: I took a shot at
6: you. Oh, I did.
3: <laughs> it was intentional. Oh, you did. It, it, it was, didn't go unheard. It was completely intentional. Oh, I, I know it was, but hey. Because I knew, I knew heart, you wouldn't apologize for Joey Gallo. I knew it.
6: No apology necessary. None. You want Absolutely Anybody else much. who strikes out and hits a puck
3: 60 you want to trade for here at the deadline? <laughs>
6: hey, would I tell you he'd fit right in with this bunch of guys with this with this group of has-beens, he'd fit right in All uh. in county here, <laughs> you know I, I kind of like the back and forth with you and vince there you guys got kind of heated i I, I kind of like that little uh little back and forth the voices got raised a little bit. I was a big fan of that. I need to hear more of that from you. Talk about heart. Let's hear it. Well, play-by-play play, guys don't ever want to be challenged. <laughs> I don't. That's a great point. That is a great point. You know, I, I do agree with you. I think if we're going to go all in, you know, what better time than now? What are we waiting for? And that's, that was one of the, 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 the takes I had tonight that I want to get it on is for Nick Allen being the so-called shortstop of the future, he sure does play a lot of second base which I find a little curious and a little odd. The shortstop of the future, he's the greatest thing since Cal Ripken. Nick Allen defense, Nick Allen this, Nick Allen. Well, when's the last time Nick Allen played shortstop? Plays a lot of second base. And and let's be honest here. Elvis well, he did, Andrews he did. I mean,
3: to be fair, he played shortstop the other day when they gave Elvis a day off. But I hear what you're saying.
6: Put him in full time. Put him in yeah. full time. He's not a second baseman. He's the quote-unquote shortstop of the future. Elvis Andrews is not the quote-unquote shortstop of the future. He he. Elvis Andrews, by every metric, is below average, and he's on he's on his last leg. I, I don't know who's going to pick him up next year. I know we're not. Um, I mean, how many teams are out there want a, want a two twenty three hitting shortstop with no power? You know, doesn't hit the ball hard. No RBIs. Can't field his position that great. He's below average defensively. W- what are we waiting for here? I, I I I don't get it. You know, I I don't want to see these. Sheldon Noises and you know Elvis Andrews. I mean, it's like, what, what, what are we what are we doing here? I mean, our big bopper off the bench tonight was Stephen Vote hitting a strong buck forty nine. I mean, it's like, it, 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 it's slim pickings, Townie, and and I'm with you. I guess it was positive one way to spin it was to see Frankie go over a hundred. That, that that was great to see. But you, you just watch us against this Yankee team, and it's just so JV versus varsity. I mean, it's well, just yeah, really yeah. – Well,
3: I mean, it's going to – we knew that. So, it's like – I know, I know. We already know that. We already know where the A's have gone in this season. You knew when they got to New York. This, I mean, it shouldn't surprise anybody.
6: But it's frustrating. you got to be all in, though. All in. All the chips in with Young. Young, 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 Young. I, you know – like you said, you made a great, have a great line the other day. If the young guys are gonna f- fail, what the hell? The old guys are failing. I'd rather see young guys fail than old. That was a great line by you. You know, see, I give you credit. I know you got heart. I know well, I got heart. Well, I, I want to see the. Young- I, I,
3: I'm like, 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 like random. Everyone. I mean, if we're gonna be, if we're gonna be a team that's gonna steal, steal everybody. Let's go. I right. mean. I, 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 let's not pick and choose and like, you know, okay, it's a, it's a random stolen base here, there, you know, you got two outs. I mean, be like, Hey, everybody, you get on, let's start running. Let's become a track team. I don't even care if you got wheels, get a good jump can make up for that. At least have their starting pitcher and their catcher always on high alert. Always take extra bags. If you get thrown out, who cares? Always be challenging the defense. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, always be selling. Always, I mean, we should be always running, always hustling, always doing things to cause havoc. We should be a team that blows caution into the wind and say, we're going to go for everything and we're nothing by the book and let's just go out and play our asses off. That's what they should do.
6: I agree. I, you know, and, and again, I'd rather see young guys do that than old guys. You know, that, that's this. This is what this year is about. Right. Discovery. And, and, and we know we know the old guys that we got on the roster aren't going to be here next year. There's a number of guys. And while I'm not even talking trade deadline possibilities. I'm talking guys that aren't going to be traded because no other clubs want them it's the, 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 the old guys are gone. I can't, I don't know who's going to be back. I can't even think about who's going to be back next year because there's not a guy in uniform that I want back next year. I mean, I hate to say that. It's painful to say it's, it's, it's unreal to say when you come off who we had last year and then going forward into, into 2023, there's nobody I want back. I mean, even a guy like James cap, I mean, he's fallen off a cliff as far as his numbers are completely down across the board. So it's just, you know, I, I think when when you talk about Wall Street, you meant AB, ABC always be closing, but I, but, I, but I get what you're saying. Let's go all in. It's got to be all in, and, you know, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Townie, and, and you know what? Two days, you know, kind of not to get off the topic here, but two days, the big vote's coming in, and I told you that's the one that I got circled on my calendar. That's the biggest story, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to when it comes to the A's right now, and I know how I want the vote to go. I'm not going to reveal that live on the air. But I know how I want the vote to go, and I'm really interested to see what's going to happen. Because I think I know what's going to happen, but I know what I want to happen. So
3: They're going to – it's going gonna, <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna to be a positive vote. Thank you very much. I mean, everybody who's around it, everybody, the way it's trending, er, you know. And that's going to be a great thing, and it moves it forward. And the best thing it's going to do – is push things forward to now we're getting into binding votes. Now the city council, now people, it's, you know, now you're going to have to have votes that these votes meet. Once it's binding, I it moves it, you know. I always like to do it football terms with Dave Cavill, and hopefully we're going to have him on Friday. He's had a lot going on. But you're in the red zone. Now, where does this get you into the red zone? Does it put you right on the goal line? City Council, fighting vote. Now, there you go. But, yeah, I see this vote definitely going the athletics way coming up here. And, uh, you know, look at how many votes, look at how many things that they have – Look at how many! Look at how many that, that uh, the obstacles they've gotten over, and everybody is not everybody, but most people have just thought this is never going to happen. This is never, and it's still not there. But where the A's have come in Oakland is further than the Warriors ever got, than the Raiders ever got. It's now, it's it's now, it's now. You know, it's getting real, real, real fast, as Jim Harbaugh once said. Anthony in Scottsdale, you are on the A's Clubhouse show.
7: Hey, Tony, hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say, first of all, I don't know how you can do this show every night with the uh, A's offense, so props to you for continuing to be somewhat positive on a regular basis. But I know you've said in the past that the former A's wouldn't help. I mean, Simeon with a homer tonight, Olsen with a homer tonight. Chapman a Homer yesterday, two run double today. Um, I mean, yeah, they're probably not having the best of seasons, but i I just but where do we go with this offense? And honestly, i I don't understand with John Fisher owning the team, like what's the point of owning the team if you're gonna be the worst in baseball and just really not even try? like it's just it's just frustrating as an Ace fan, so i I just don't know where the positivity is going forward.
3: Let me ask you this. So, you mentioned Matt Chapman. In that lineup, he's going to run into a few home runs. In our lineup, he'd have to be the man. He's hitting 222 with a 1.14 war. A lot of that war is because of his defense. His OPS is 716. Has Matt Chapman recently looked like a guy that you wish? would have accepted a 150 million dollar contract
7: Normally I would say no but this current lineup is so bad I might say yes Why Why I mean it's just it's a familiar face and other, know, than see, fa- other,
3: going- other than he's a other other than he's a familiar face
7: <laughs> why well, we got we got a bunch of new faces that are just as terrible if not worse. So. Yeah, but
3: you're not paying them 150 million in their prime. Yeah. Just saying.
7: Yes, yeah, that's a fair point.
3: All right. And and I love that. and I I'm I you know, I I hate to I don't want to dog anybody, but I mean, we're talking I mean, this is a business and my man Marcus Simeon's OPS is still six twenty-seven. He's a zero point nine WAR with a hundred and seventy-five million dollar contract. I mean, you got—I mean, until their numbers drastically improve, if you took their numbers and put them on the A's, we'd still be in last place.
7: Yeah. Okay. Now, well, hey, they'd, be familiar, they,
3: they'd be familiar, and they're good interviews, so I'd like it, but you got to be – you have to be honest. I And and I, I got it. Every single day I look at Marcus, his numbers have been going up. I mean, I would love to see Marcus. We love Marcus Simeon. I would love to see Mark. I I don't want to see Marcus struggle. I would love to see Marcus get up to that 280 with power and doing all the great things that he does. I I want these guys to be successful. It's just, you know, we act like we lost players. Olson, yes. Marte, like someone like Marte, you knew wasn't staying anyway. He was a rent-a player. That's why I do have and to be fair it, to the front office. You have to be fair. You got to be fair.
7: If if you're saying that Simeon Olson and Chapman. I didn't are, say Olsen. I did not
3: say Olsen. Well, you said Olsen. Okay, I I have, said Olson. And, I have always said Olsen. I have always said I think Olsen at some point will get Hall of Fame votes. I'm going to – I he is – I've never said Olsen.
7: Is there something to be said about the scouting department then if all of a sudden the A's just can't – if Olsen's the only person they've drafted in the last five or ten years still – well, he's not even on the team. But how come there's just no good hitters that the A's can keep? that they drafted.
3: I don't have any excuses for anybody. Your farm system for a team like the A's has to be able to produce players. It has to. And if you don't, well, then you start – you got a bare cupboard. So we're going to go through this season, and we're going to see players at some point. You you hope that guys are going to be produced. If not, I mean, it's a a game of production, right? You got – if you're going to be somewhat turn this thing around to be successful, somebody's going to have to come here who can play. And we have not seen yeah, that so far.
7: So. All right, well, I appreciate it. Hang in there. No, <laughs> we will. We will. I
3: mean, I just like take like take like a guy like Nick Allen and say, what the hell? Why not just let Nick Allen lead off to, like he did tonight? Let it. Just give it two weeks. Like, look at Nick Allen, like, I just do the last three games. Nick Allen's batted ninth, he's batted eighth, and he's batted leadoff. Same bat leadoff. Say, Nick, you're batting leadoff. When you go to bed tonight, you know you're batting leadoff. Tomorrow when you wake up, you're batting leadoff. Here, I'll get more into this. The number is 833-625-2278. You're listening to The A's Clubhouse Show.
8: Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk.
2: Video, phone, together.
10: Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures. No worries ahead, because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Techron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion, are we there yet? And you just made lifelong family memories
3: hot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to ChickenPieShopWC.com. That's ChickenPieShopWC.com.
1: Firmino throws,
0: in Santana takes on the inside corner. Bring him up, strike three called, and the ballgame is over.
2: You're listening to A's Cat.
4: Swung on a high,
0: deep drive. Left center field, way back. Pache in the alley at the track to the wall. He's there, and he runs it down. And Pache has done it again.
1: He just simply outran that baseball.
2: This is the A's Clubhouse Show.
1: 1-2, popped up in the center. Pache closing in on it. Toward left center, he comes. He'll make the catch. 1-2-3. Good job by Motas. retiring the last six he faced. See if the A's can finally get him some offense. On to the seventh. its 2-0 New York. The final in
3: this one, 2-1, and another catcher's interference. This time, Big Murph was not behind the dish. He was at the plate. We're going to have to ring Feldy, find out, in a three-game set, What's the most catcher's interference in the history of baseball in one series? You've had three in two games. It's got to be right there, right? I mean, who knows? Baseball's been played a long time. But, I mean, you've had three in two games. Big Murph's been a part of all three has any player been a part of three catchers interference whether you're the catcher or the hitter in a series I wonder if I wonder like if uh Elias or ESPN stats and stats and info if anybody will look that up uh Dave Feldman whether well, he'll look it up't is that crazy we do have big Murph from after the game do we so you, so Robert you don't know if he addresses this or not Does it sound like he did? Okay. I'd like to hear it. And what I would like to start seeing is, okay, like big Murph. Murph's hit fourth today, yesterday. Yeah, and he didn't play. I've just looked through the last three games. You know, the guys that you think are part of your future – Let's start seeing those guys at the top of the order. Let it play out. Let's start seeing it. I, I love the idea of just throwing and not going to happen. I don't know why, but care into the wind, right? Just let her rip, baby. Get aggressive. Get that mentality of being aggressive. I do understand where they will try and say you're you're trying to keep the culture. Some people would say you're trying to establish a culture. I don't know how you really do that if a lot of the players that you have are not going to be guys that are going to be here long term. And that's stuff they're not going to tell us, nor should they. That's stuff that remains private, uh, what, their, what their ideas are long-term for players and contracts and stuff like that is not stuff that they're going to uh, float out to us. But you just start to think, like, okay, where are we here almost in July? They're almost in July. Like, is Elvis really going to get to the 550 at bats to put the automatic into for his contract next year? Is that really going to happen? Probably not. You know, what's it going to look like in mid July, late July, in August? And I think you're starting to see – you're starting to finally see a little bit of a shift. I mean, I know how you guys feel. I know how the fan base feels. And everybody's going to kind of be like, hey, let's start seeing something different. Let's start calling some different plays. Now, of course, you're not calling plays in baseball. I get it. But it's just the reference of you went with one thing and you've gone with it for a while. Why not try something different? Be different. Because there's going to be a lot of change. And watching some guys like Jonah Breider and Nick Allen, you know, you're still watching Pache. God bless him. I mean, I wish he'd hit. I really do. Pache was 0 for 2 tonight. Yeah. I mean, Cap got in there as a pinch runner tonight. How about that? Just something something unique. Because it gets to a point where it runs its course, and then you have to decide what do you do. But part of that, too, we always have to remember is how – you were able to construct the team in a little amount of time because of the lockout. How things were going to work, players that were going to get moved, who you're going to sign, who you're going to sign, who you're going to have back. It's not easy losing. It's not. It's a lot easier. When you're winning and every, you know, when you're nitpicking, it's a lot easier when you're nitpicking when you're winning. And that's what we were used to the last four years, three years in the playoffs and a year of 86 wins. Remember how last year felt 86 wins? It was like so to Oh, man, not going to make the playoffs. This is so sad. It was tough, right? And then now this. This is why you enjoy the good times. Because the bad times in our sport are bad. Why are they so bad? Well, I'll tell you why. Because it's every day. That's what makes baseball wonderful and awful at the same time. Because when you're going good, you can't wait for the next night. When you're going bad, when you're going bad, and it's day after day after day after day, that's why you wonder like how did they do it in Pittsburgh where they went 20 games under 500 for they were they no they were under 500 for 20 years 20 years of under 500 And I think the one thing that the organization understands and which is good for the organization is you hear the people and you hear them talk about being frustrated cuz the expectations are to win Because that's what you have put out on the field for the last few years. And before that, you had a little pivot. But then you go back to 12, 13, and 14, being in the postseason. The expectations are to be in the postseason. You heard David Forrest on here on A's cast and on A's cast live. He hates to lose. They hate to have to do this, but they have to do it. It's part of the the job. Every couple... Not every couple, but every so many years, there's a good chance that the A's are going to pivot. And we got to live through it. And we got to talk through it. And we got to work through it. And it's not easy. But the good thing is that the track record is the turnaround's not far behind. And that's what we really hope for. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. We'll hear from Mark Kotze next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
5: Coming in at 5'3", it's number one mom. She switched to Xfinity and got the all-new 3-for-1 bundle. Unlimited internet, streaming, and Xfinity mobile. All for what you could pay wireless companies for just one 5G unlimited line. Boom shakalaka. Go to Xfinity.com slash 3-for-1, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store today limited time offer restrictions apply Xfinity mobile requires post-bay Xfinity internet after 24 months regular rates apply to all services and devices
7: hey Billy this deck is great for getting everyone together thanks we're really enjoying the outdoor space especially on a day like today what's the material Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber
12: Red, white, blue, and baseball, too. You won't want to miss 4th of July fireworks after the A's game on July 4th.
0: And the pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield field going back at the track, over his head.
12: And over
0: the wall!
12: Do you believe that? Come see your A's take on the Toronto Blue Jays, then head down to the field to watch the post-game fireworks show. Tickets start at just $15. Find your seats at athletics.com. Don't miss the A's July 4th post-game fireworks show presented by 7-Up.
4: NASCAR is on USA. It's a race for the playoffs. The drama. He gets turned into the ball. The excitement. Yeah, boy! The characters. You don't
12: like that kind of racing?
11: Don't
4: even watch. Next stop, Road America.
5: It's four miles long, 14 corners. This is a tough track.
4: NASCAR, Sunday 3 on USA.
5: You know when you see a great deal on a phone and then you find out it's not for you? Not at Verizon.
2: They just gave us all a new iPhone 13. So we both got the same great deal. Yep.
5: Get iPhone 13 on us with select trade-in and 5G unlimited plans for every customer. Current, new, everyone to show the love. Only from Verizon. $799.99, 128 gigabytes only device payment purchase with new or upgrade smartphone line required. Less up to $800 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. 0% APR. Trading conditions apply.
1: 2-and-2 on Elvis Andrus. Back-to-back strikeouts began the inning. The catcher's interference on a swing by Trevino with Murphy up there. Extended the inning. A broken bat single for Steven Vogt. 2-2 breakable. Lined up the middle of base hit. This game is not over yet. Murphy across the plate. He will score. Elvis delivers an RBI his 15th of the year. And the A's now trail it 2-1. Something about scoring with two outs outs—it's happened quite a bit on this road trip. You know, Matt Blake, the pitching coach for the Yankees, will go out to the mound. That's the first unearned run allowed by the Yankees in 32 games.
5: You're listening
10: to the A's Clubhouse Show.
3: Let's pause for station identification right here on A's, Cap.
10: A's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and
0: broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960. KNEW Oakland and KOSF
13: 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco.
3: Let's go to Rob in Oakland. You are on the A's Clubhouse show.
13: Tony. thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it as always. I know this is only uh, one season, but uh, this is beginning to almost feel like the Kohan years with the Warriors. And I only say that because the owner is supposedly the richest owner in baseball the fifth richest owner in baseball, but you said something the other a few minutes ago um, about when is your strategy gonna change? Bean has nobody to answer to. I've always I've called your show and I've probably ragged on Bean forever, and then when he gets somebody that bucks his system. We ship them out, i.e. cesspitus. But the here and now, how can you even look an owner in the face if he comes in the clubhouse knowing that he gives you nothing to work with or to win with, and he puts you in a situation? I'm sure he hopes the vote goes the other way. You know, let's go to Vegas. You know, why not? But you, you wanted to... It's, it's just a bad situation. Who And who else would take the job? I, I can't even say I feel sorry for Katsai. You know, you, you want to manage that bad. But I'm with you. If you're going to run, hell, run. If you, We're not hitting. I mean, you pitching. We're not bullpen. I've talked about. We talk start talking about that. Uh, we can't name the last great closer. I wouldn't even say great. That's too strong of a word but good closer. We let let him walk to Chicago. Granted, limb wasn't lights out, but he was better than anything else. And I don't know what Trevino holds over the, uh, the organization that he's still around, but you talked about that last night. But it's just, I guess, you know, if you don't, you get what, an old saying is you get what you pay for. And, you know, maybe I missed something earlier in the season when did they decide that they were just going to tank it if you can and I'll be glad to take that off the air but I appreciate you taking my call
3: there was a point coming out of the lockout where players were going to be moved and you're gonna to have to scramble and put a team together a lot of these guys though were already had been part of the team I mean, when you look at, you know, Laureano was going to come back from suspension. Murphy was already here. Piscotti was already here. Pender, Kemp. God, even a guy like Noisy was a draft pick brought back. Elvis was already here. So there was quite a few players that were already here. It was then taking what you what you would say your best players and moving on from them. And, you know, being down at spring training, you kind of, you know, you saw the writing on the wall. You're looking around and you're going, okay, this is gonna, this is definitely going to be a struggle. But as Mark Kotze said, and he's lived up to his word, that the team will play hard. And that's all they can do as coaches. Right? You can just work with what you have, what you've been presented to work with. And that's what they've done. But, you know, you got to hope that that fire still burns and that a turnaround will happen real quick. You know, it's one thing to be doing the dance at 500. It's one thing when you're in the middle of the pack of... Let's just compare to another team. Since he mentioned Liam, it's one thing to be the White Sox. White Sox right now are six and a half games back. They're 34 and 38. I haven't refreshed, so I don't even know what's happened in their game. Let's see here. I will do a scoreboard here in a little bit, but... They're 34 and 38 they're four games under 500 they're six and a half games back. If you were there, you could talk about hey they're always one way where you're always one winning streak away from being right in this thing. You're one winning streak from being 500 or better with months to go to try and chase down the Minnesota Twins. I mean, I can sell 34 and 38. Go down the line, the Texas Rangers, I could sell the Rangers right now, 36 and 37. There's quite a few teams that you look at, but then there's this other group of teams where you literally are staring here in June And I apologize. I just got a text about my mother-in-law. Um, got to scramble. Hold on. You know when you get one of those very important texts and you're trying to do something else at the same time? I just had that happen to me. Um, sucks getting old, folks. I can tell you that. Sucks getting old. Uh, Colorado. I look at, like, Colorado, I look at Arizona, I look at Cincinnati, I look at Chicago, the Cubs. Shows you whatever your market is, money, it can happen to everybody. The Nats, Marlins, A's, I mean, Royals, who we just saw, they played a little better baseball. But everybody, all these teams, you're, you're, your season's over from a standpoint of wanting to compete. and you're looking to the future. And it's tough. It's yeah, it is. It's not easy every night looking at being the first first team to 50 losses. It's now 51 losses. It's 21 and 55. You're 22 and a half games back. You're not used to that. It's not fun. It's not fun for anybody. But you got to move. You got to keep the the season doesn't end. The season does not end. You still got to play these games out. So my question would be, what's the game plan for playing these games out? How do you want to play it? Because right now you've played, this is game, today was game 76. You're just about at the halfway point. what's the plan for the second half now once again i'm not in full detail of contracts i'm not in full you know there, there are things far above my pay grade i just know what i would like to see and why why is it why can't why can't you question why can't you question no one no one i mean There should not be, you know, there's not a dumb question. Remember how teachers would sell that to you? Ask any question, no question's a dumb question. How about no idea's a bad idea? You're 25 and 51. How can any idea be a bad idea when you're 25 and 51? I'm not going to tell any of you out there when you call in that your idea is a bad idea. I'm not going to do that. Why would I? What kind of arrogance would that be? Oh, that's dumb. Dumb. You, you wait, What did I just say? 22 and a half games out? 22 and a half games out. I'd be so arrogant to be able to, if I was on the air going, that's dumb, or you can't do that, or why would you do this? Why would you? You're 25 and 51. i I. I'm taking any suggestions. this is a great time to experiment really. Try different things try new positions try try tr- try and I have to think now that we're hitting the halfway point you'll start to see that. I mean we we were watching Paul Blackburn. watching Paul Blackburn get taken out yesterday you see it if you watch A's pre and post game live on NBC California and you saw Dave Stewart's reaction I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into the we're a bunch of the old guys but at some point it, it gets to be it just gets to be like come on we all kind of understand sports. You're taking guys out too early to get to bowl, to a bullpen that has, has struggled. It's just, it's you know, let players play. Let players play. I mean, look at the Golden State Warriors. We now all think of Steph as an all-time great. Remember that, Remember, though, back in the day? What should the Warriors do? Keep Monte Ellis or Steph Curry? Anybody, any, any, any old Warrior fans out there? Any of you remember that? I sure do. I was a part of that. Remember we didn't know about Steph's ankles? Are those ankles going to hold up in these surgeries? I mean, there were a lot of questions about the Golden State War. Clay, You're taking Clay Thompson. Who the hell is Clay Thompson? I know about his dad, but you're taking this guy that wasn't hell on wheels in the Pac-12? Draymond Green was a second-round pick? Like what? But you know what? You have your beliefs. Try some things. You know what they did? They said, get Monte Ellis the hell out of here and let's give Steph Curry an opportunity. Let's see it. He's had the surgeries. Hopefully the ankles can last, and let's see if he can be that guy. Cause I can guarantee you there was a lot of people in the NBA who didn't believe Steph Curry was going to be in every in every let's say in every down guy. That's football. There was a lot of people who thought he would, this guy's not going to be a long term starter in the NBA. A lot of people had questions. So I have no problem if you have questions. I have no problem if you have suggestions. And we're going to take a lot of suggestions. We've got a long way to go. Tomorrow's game 77 of 162. We have a long way to go. Mark Kotze up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
12: Red, white, blue, and baseball, too. You won't want to miss 4th of July fireworks after the A's game on July 4th.
4: And the
0: pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield going back at the track over his head. And over the wall.
12: Do you believe that? Come see your A's take on the Toronto Blue Jays, then head down to the field to watch the postgame fireworks show. Tickets start at just $15. Find your seats at athletics.com. Don't miss the A's July 4th postgame fireworks show presented by 7-Up.
2: Video, phone, together.
10: Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures. No worries ahead, because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Techron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are we there yet?" and you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. Where did I put that? Pete's
8: property manager just took an extended vacation. He needs a
10: replacement before this becomes a cruel summer. You wanted the lakefront for the seventeenth. How did this
14: get double booked already?
8: Indeed can help him hire great people fast.
14: I need Indeed.
8: Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Here's the 1-0, and that's to the outside corner striking the knees. And... Uh, Aaron Judge getting a little more animated now with Stu Sherwater and starting to hear it from Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone now barking from his own dugout. And now he's been ejected by Sherwater. And he's going to come on out, and he's going to get face-to-face with the home plate umpire. And he's going to let Sherwater know what he thinks. You know, the reaction of Aaron Judge tells Boone all you need to know. And, of course, the Yankee faithful are behind Aaron Boone. His most famous confrontation with an umpire was a couple of years ago when he was ejected when he said, we are savages in the box. He may not be saying that now, but he's saying, this is Aaron Judge. He's 6'7", and the pitches are down, and they are not strikes. And he's been ejected. Not often do you see a manager ejected when your team's ahead, but he's protecting, you know, his MVP candidate. And he will hand the... uh, lineup card to his bench coach Carlos Mendoza.
5: You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
3: It's a lost art form. Getting ejected and making it entertaining. I gotta say Booney as we like to call him. He's pretty darn good at it and Vince talking about uh um, when he came out and said, "My guys are blanking savages," was one of the greats of all time. <laughs> and tonight, uh, I'm re- I'm watching it over again tonight, where it's let's effing go, and he comes out and it's blankety blank blank. I mean, he is letting him have it. It's not going to change anything. But Boone is really good at getting thrown out. And his reaction to getting thrown out, they're pretty good. We don't, I mean, I, you, you see him on, whenever it happens, you will see it on MLB Network. But some of them are legendary. And this was, this is a decent one tonight. This wasn't an A performance. And there's a time and place. If you do it all the time, like Bobby Cox, it became just comical. You heard the – you remember when the Hall of Famer Tom Glavin was on A's Cast Live, and he talked about being up in the dugout – I mean, being up in the clubhouse, and Greg Maddox is like, yeah, this umpire is brutal. And then Bobby Cox came up, and Bobby Cox – says to Greg, Mad Dog, how's the umpire? And Maddox completely flips the script, going, oh, Bobby, this guy's terrible tonight. Uh, da-da-da-da-da. No, 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 no. no. Let, let me retell it. So Tom Glavin goes into the clubhouse. Maddox was up there charting the game. And Glavin asked Maddox about the umpire. The uh, Maddox said the umpire was pretty good. Then Bobby Cox comes up, and just Maddox being Maddox, Bobby asked him about the umpire, and Maddox flipped the script and then said, Oh, he's been brutal. Bobby's brutal. He's missing this, missing that. And then, of course, Bobby goes out and gets wrong. And Glavin goes, Doggy, because Mad Dog called him Doggy. Doggy, what are you doing? And he's just laughing because he knew Bobby would take the bait and go get thrown out. <laughs> the wild times of the Atlanta Braves back in the day with three of the greatest pitchers of all time. That was a great story. I remember being at Candlestick Park working a game, and Bobby Cox got thrown out, and literally was freezing cold. Freezing. And Bobby Cox went and got thrown out because he didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there. If I remember correctly, it was in one of those runs in the 90s where they had a big lead, and he just wanted to go back to, to the manager's office. He didn't want to sit there in the freezing cold of Candlestick Park for three hours. So he literally went out with the lineup card, got thrown out, and walked down the right field line to go to the clubhouse. It was, it was hilarious, and everybody knew what was going on. All righty. Here is Mark Kotze with the media after the game.
14: Frankie, uh, Frankie pitched great again um, and continues to go out and uh, and give us a chance to win in these games. Uh, you know, obviously, it's uh, <clears throat> tough to uh, for him to go out and know that. You know, I mean, he hasn't gotten a lot of run support uh, again tonight. Um, <clears throat> you know, he, he pitched six innings of great baseball and against a good team, a good lineup, and and. Uh, and gets a loss for it. So uh, overall, I, I just thought Frankie uh, Frankie threw the ball really well.
5: What did he do to
14: make adjustments after the second inning? Well, I mean, he started throwing the slider and the split down the bottom of the zone, pitching to the bottom of the zone. I think he might have been up uh, early, and uh, that was the biggest adjustment. And he got outs from there. A very cool. base running, maybe mistakes are early in the game that kind of hurt a little bit of getting the top first and. and is that something that you look at, or do you see that it's just a, bit of a player in the end? No, we, we definitely made a mistake there. Um, Sheldon got off a little too far. Uh, I mean, the best the best pitch for a catcher to throw on is a swing and miss uh, with the runner at first. And, you know, you get the runner leaning uh, based on the swing. And, uh, you know, I think Sheldon didn't realize how far off he had got with his extension, especially with the left-handed pitcher on the mound. So uh, a mistake by us there, and, uh, you know, obviously it shows up at the end. I realize
11: that, uh, as you said, they're
14: not scoring enough runs um, for
11: him. But uh, what do you do to encourage him to keep going?
14: Oh, well, you don't have to encourage Frankie. Frankie's a beast. Um, he's going to keep pitching. He's going to um, be—you know—he uh, he's a, you know, our leader on our staff and a competitor. Um, he knows where we're at. You know, offensively, we've had our struggles uh, scoring runs, um, and this pitching staff's done a good job. Uh, bullpen did a great job tonight at keeping it at 2 and give us a chance to get the, the tying and winning run to the plate and uh, and actually tie and run at second base. So, um, you know, we're going to continue to, to show the fight that we have all season. What
10: did Sears seriously just to be
14: effective? They're, like, they're, they're a serious uh, Yeah, their lefty through strikes. Uh, his fastball seemed to have some life at the top of the zone. Um, and he, he makes in the a change up at the bottom to keep our right handers off balance. Um, but uh, yeah, the kid did a nice job. Clay
5: isn't someone who typically gives up runs or a lot of hits there in the, in the ninth inning. Is that an encouraging sign for you to see them be able to, you know, kind of put some hits on the board and get a run there late in the game?
14: Yeah, I mean, this team's shown that all, all season. Uh, I mean, there's very few games that we haven't had an opportunity at some point in our last at bat to, to, uh, to get a tying or winning run to the plate. Um, they battle. Uh, As you talk about, Clay's done a great job all season, not giving up a lot of hits or runs, um, you know, to get a run there uh, and to have a chance to win a game um, shows shows some character.
3: And we're back at it tomorrow. Now, you feel for Frankie, you do. But it's a situation. He's not the first, and he's not going to be the last. The guy, the guy, the guys that I'll, uh, the guys that I'll feel bad for, is when you play for a bad team and you're physically getting abused. This is just tough because it's your record and it lives on Baseball Reference forever. Yeah, and it sucks. It sucks. The A's have lost twelve of his last eleven starts. And he'll still be 1-6 and during that time, and it sucks. But it's not like he's like a a quarterback on a horrible football team and he's out there just getting hammered by guys. That, you know, or you're a a running back on a bad team and you're getting drilled night in and night out. That sucks. That really sucks. So if I could say, if there's one good thing, Frankie, you're not waking up bruised. You're not getting a concussion. You're not going through all of that, through those type of hard pains. But he's made a great case for himself to go help a winner, right? What he did with his last outing, taking that no-no into the eighth. What he did tonight at Yankee Stadium. Peter Gammons, the Hall of Famer, is reporting in The Athletic that one of the teams that's really interested in him is the Yankees. And, you know, just like we talked about earlier tonight, whether it's Simeon, Olsen, Chapman, Marte, Canna, Harrison, you name it, down the line. They're guys that we're going to root for. They were A's. We like them all. Up next, if it's Frankie to go, I didn't mention C. Bass. Sorry about that. Just remember that. Chris Bassett. Oh, Shamaniah, Think about him, too. Rooting for them all. And Frankie's going to go to a team that hopefully will be a playoff contender. And hopefully he'll pitch in some meaningful games down the stretch. And then all this stuff we've talked about, losing 12 out of 13 starts and all that kind of stuff, won't, won't matter. He'll be talking about pitching in games that are to go to the postseason and potentially pitching in the postseason. Because right now, you start to look at it. Chapman's got a good chance to be in the postseason. Let's see. Go down the line here. Marcus now. Matt olson has got a chance. Obviously, Canna, Marte, Bassett got a great chance with the Mets leading the division. So... Good luck to them all. There's a chance there for Manaya in San Diego. And Frankie could be on that list too. Just hopefully a nice big haul will come back for Frankie. That's how he can help the organization going down the road. Time now. Are we going to do the uh, out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank? All righty. Let me get to the scoreboard here. We'll go down the line. Games in progress. Bottom of the ninth. Reds lead the Cubbies five to three. White Sox lead the Angels five to three in the top of the sixth. San Diego shutting out Arizona six nothing. That's in the top of the sixth. Giants shutting out the Tigers four nothing. Bottom of the fifth. Top of the fifth. Scoreless between the Orioles and the Mariners. A final, Guardians take down the Twins 3-2. Braves beat the Phillies 5-3. Nationals on top of the Pirates 3-1. Blue Jays take down the Reds 6-5. Astros whoop the Mets 9-1. Astros, everybody's just, oh, the Yankees. All right, we'll see. We will see. Brewers 5, Rays 3. Twins shut out the Guardians at uh, in game 2. They had a doubleheader 6-zip. Was the Cardinals five, Marlins three, Rangers on top of the Royals eight to three, and it was the Rockies taking down the Dodgers seven to four. I just realized we got an early one. Time to see what's on deck. Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at AshbyLumber.com. All righty. 9 05. We got to get up early tomorrow, nine five. We'll have Vince Catronio. We'll have the classic replay of Ray and Joe Tory, Doug Glamville part two. Doug was great today on A's Cast Live. If you missed it, we'll put up the entire interview. Athletics.com/slash A's Cast and first pitch from the Bronx. As the A's need to get a victory to keep from being swept. That will be a 10-05 first pitch. It's going to be James Tyon up against my man, Cole Irvin. Not going to be like this Sears kid taking a minute between pitches. It's going to be get it and it's going to be go. Cole Irvin on the bump. Love it. So, A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron at 905. First pitch at 1005. A's lose in the Bronx two to one. We'll see everybody tomorrow right here on A's cast.
2: Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet. Not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections. And Ring Central's here to make that even easier, more seamlessly and securely, on a platform built to grow your business. Say hello to a whole new way to say hello visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities ring central message video phone together
8: some things just go together peanut butter and jelly cookies and milk oakland and kaiser permanente if that last one caught you off guard it shouldn't because kaiser permanente has been helping keep oakland healthy since our very beginning and as the official healthcare partner of the oakland a's that won't be changing anytime soon whatever you may need you can trust kaiser permanente to help keep you feeling your best kaiser permanente thrive visit kp.org today
11: innovation it's at the heart of cal state east bay
2: Uh, where'd you get that synthesizer?
5: I just bought it. Since we're saving so much
11: with no mortgage down payment and no PMI with Navy Federal Credit Union, I figured I'd put some of that extra
5: money to good use. Oh, and I'm starting a band with some platoon mates.
9: (laughs) Great.
5: Learn how you can save $2,500 on average with a Navy Federal mortgage at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal Credit Union, our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender.